the biggest thing right now that everyone is talking about with spring training, and of course, it is the rule changes. And from a broadcaster's perspective, seeing every pitch of basically every game so far, not only have the game sped up, but have you noticed a difference in the players having to do some adjusting? I think there have been adjustments. I mean, it, it's still pretty early. Um, and really, I think yesterday up, up in Glendale against the White Sox was maybe the the most violations we'd seen in any one game. It seemed like um, there were several on the hitters not getting in, including Stephen Kwan, who was called out on strikes. It was a strike three where he was not in the box and ready to hit in the allotted time. So, um and, and, you know, it's good right now because when something happens, I think in certain cases the players may not understand why. And the umpires are, are giving Terry Francona or, or bench coach DeMarlo Hale a little latitude to come out and, and say, hey, just explain to me what it was. And even some of the umpires have said, you know what, I think I messed that one up or I think the clock might have started a little bit early. Um, so there's some real good back-and-forth give-and-take as they work through this, and the hope is in another three weeks when the, the season begins, they'll be ready to go. Okay, so I'm sure you've sat down with Tito a lot in the last week or so as he's getting used to this as a manager because he's not only got his plate full, now he's got to start worrying about some of these other aspects. Talk about maybe Tito's concerns, or if he doesn't have any, with him adjusting the managerial position with the with the new changes. Well, he said after the first game that, that he just he was trying to do it all. He was trying to watch his players to you know make evaluations and, and just see how they're doing. And then trying to constantly pick up the pitch clock, whether it was the one behind home plate where the, the pitcher can see or the one out in center field where the, the hitters and the umpires can see. And he said, I, I got to stop doing that because I, it doesn't help me to, you know, I, I'm not going to make the call if, if the clock runs out. And so he, he's really had to force himself just to watch the game and let the umpires take care of the pitch clock. And also I, I think the, the coach who gets leaned on the most now would be DeMarlo Hale, his bench coach, because he'll kind of defer to him on some of that stuff. And DeMarlo was saying the other day that uh, it's a challenge right now. It really is. What about uh, in the pitching sessions, pitching coach Carl Willis? What has he done differently in this spring getting used to these new rules? Well, you know, Ray, I think in terms of uh, the pitcher's able to deliver a pitch within 15 seconds with nobody on and then 20 seconds with, with a base runner on, that's been fine. Um, what, what he's kind of working through, like the other day, Cal Quantrill went to back up third base on a base hit and with a runner on. And yeah, the, the clock's not supposed to start till he gets back up on the mound. So does, should he take a little time to get back up there? Uh, should the catcher not throw him a new baseball until he gets on the mound? All these little things where you can buy yourself some time. And, and what he was concerned about is, I don't want these guys rushing to get back up on the mound and throw a pitch and maybe get hurt because they're out of their regular routine that, that you know gets them in a good, smooth delivery. Um, they want to really be careful with that. So I think that's his main concern more than 
whether the you know the, in the normal flow of the game are the pitchers going to be able to deliver in fifteen or twenty seconds. Guardians broadcaster Jim Rosenhaus with us. Rosie, as a fan of baseball, you are. Obviously, I am. I, I kind of welcome the changes, to be quite honest. We're not missing any action. We're just moving the pace up a little bit. But take us in to you as a fan right now, what you've seen through the first week and a half of this. I think it's awesome. And, and um, you know, it, it's funny because, the the people on the other side of it and then um you know i think they're traditionalists who really don't like it um i'm not looking at you know it doesn't matter to me if we're here for two and a half or three and a half hours right. it's baseball it's fun mm-hmm. um but i think there there is something to be said for um you know as you said the, the pace of play and a great example somebody posted online from a cubs Dodgers game from a couple of years ago. It might have been a postseason game. Um, and the reliever for the Dodgers, in the time it took him to make one pitch on that side-by-side view, they showed a full half inning of a Kansas City Royals pitcher this spring, and he got through that full half inning in the time it took the Dodgers pitcher from two years ago to make one pitch. Oh my. And it was simply because he would look in and look in, and look in, and then step off. And then he would get back on the rubber, and look in, and look in. And then the hitter took time. And then the pitcher got back on the rubber, and the hitter got back in the box. And then there was a fake pickoff throw to second, with the runner standing on the base. And then they had to go through the whole thing again to get the sign. He threw one pitch in the time it took um, the Royals um, pitcher to, to work a full inning, and look, we had a nine to six game yesterday, and it had finished in under in under three hours. So there was all kinds of great action, and and it just moved along. And I think for the older fans who, if if you can remember, you know, twenty and certainly thirty years ago, the normal games were two forty five, um, just because there was more a pace of play, not so much dilly dallying where where pitchers just look in endlessly or hitters take forever in a day to get in the box after every pitch. And um, baseball decided, look, if we want to keep fans' attention, which they do, and keep them coming to the ballpark, they had to do something. And it's been great this spring. I've really enjoyed it. I think most people have. Are there some things? You never want to see a game end on one of these, um, one of the pitch clock violations. And it's happened this spring. And goodness gracious, you hope it doesn't happen in a postseason game or even a regular season game. Um, but I think the intent is there. And, and if they can clean up some, maybe some minor things, it's going to be really, really good. Because right now, it's fun. And, it, and it's been very enjoyable. Guardians broadcaster Jim Rosenhouse. Rosie, we're only five days into the game so far. So I don't want to get too deep into the woods with evaluations and everything. But one, it was good to see Bell hit that home run in the first inning the other day. And boy, Stephen Kwan has picked up where he left off in September. It's unbelievable, Ray. I mean, the guy's a hit machine. And again, like I think his first at bat of the spring, line drive single up the middle, uh, first to third on the next hit, and he scored on a wild pitch. And it's like, well, Stephen Kwan's picking up where he left off. And I know it's spring training, but he seems to, um, you know, be right back dialed in with that great approach that served him so well a year ago. And um, I, I think legitimately so, 
Um, everyone's trying to keep an eye on uh, for these young players. Do they hit the, the quote sophomore slump or do they struggle in their second year? And I, I feel like Stephen Kwan is so mentally strong. I think that's a big part of his game. Um, I'll be surprised. He might not have as good a year as last year. Heck, he could be a lot better if even knowing him. But, but I don't think you'll see the soft, that you know second year uh, dip that some players go through with him. I, I just think he, the way his game is, it wears well in any season. And again, that mental part of the game, he's really strong. 